In this episode, I'm chatting with Lori Moore from Promo Corner. Lori is the chief fun officer, and she's the perfect person for us to hear from about how she builds a company-wide culture with a remote team. Before we begin, I want to mention that I have a mastermind specifically for people in the promotional products industry. If you're interested in improving your efficiencies, that's building a well-oiled machine that runs itself, creating content to boost your sales, and finding financial freedom, then be sure to go to cloneyourselfu.com slash masterminds. That's cloneyourself, the letter U, dot com slash masterminds to learn more. Now for my conversation with Lori from Promo Corner. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of the Clone Yourself Podcast. I'm Sam Kaber, and I'm your host. I'm your guide in this journey of scaling your business with virtual assistants, remote teams, and so much more. And I'm very excited because today I brought on a friend to talk about how she builds culture with her remote teams. With me today is Lori Moore, the CFO, that's Chief Fun Officer of Promo Corner, a digital marketing agency, actually the leading digital marketing agency in the promotional products industry. Lori, thank you so much for being here. How are you doing today? Thanks for having me, Sam. I am excellent. It is a new year um, and I'm feeling fresh and re-energized and really excited to see what new things this year has to bring us. Awesome. I love the energy. And you know that you are a very positive person. You know, it's, I watch from a distance because we're both in this crazy world of the promotional products, what I call the swag industry that is so chaotic sometimes. And you manage a remote team that's pretty big and it's the team members are all across the country. That's really what I wanted to talk to you about today. How are you able to build that culture? It is, um, it's one of my biggest focuses recently. We have, we, we've been growing quite a bit in the last few years. And as we've grown, we've noticed that our team has spread further and further apart in proximity to each other. We have a home office in Nashville, Tennessee, but the bulk of our people are literally spread clear across the country. So building a virtual team has become really paramount to us. Because what we found is that when everybody's working in isolation, you kind of get lonely. And sometimes you can go all day without, you know, talking to your coworkers or really having a conversation with anyone. So we've put together a bunch of different um, activities and spaces where we can all connect on a daily basis, on a weekly basis. And one of our big things, we use Google Suites. We use Google Hangouts a lot to do virtual meetings. Those are great because we can all hop on. We have video meetings. We can see each other face-to-face. But one of the fun things that we put into place maybe a year or two ago was called 
uh, cooler corner. And it's kind of a take on the office water cooler. So right. that's one of the biggest things you miss out on is, you know, filling up your cup of coffee or grabbing a you know glass of water and meeting your colleagues, you know, oh, how was Joey's, you know, soccer game last night? You miss out on all of that. So cooler corner is just a Google Hangout thread where anything goes. It's funny. We share jokes. We tool on each other. We ask about things that are going on in each other's lives. So that's been really a fun way for us to connect on a personal level so we can get to know each other a little bit better. And then we have other avenues that we use for, you know, our collaboration and working on projects and things of that nature. But it's really been, um, it's been huge having the technology in place to support it. And um, like I said, that's been one of my favorite. An off take on that was our promo fit club. So we all discovered last year that, you know, we all felt like we were spending too much time sitting in our chairs, not enough time moving around. So we have a separate kind of online community for work where anybody who's interested in fitness, healthy recipes, just having people to motivate you to stick to your goals, you know, you can join that club. And pretty much everybody is part of every club. And we have these different focuses, though. So if you don't want to be bothered with the fitness stuff, you don't have to join that club. Um, and the other thing that we've been doing are biweekly meetings, which I think have been really critical to getting everybody together face to face at least a couple of times a month. So we can go over, you know, projects that we're working on and goals that we have and any work related things that we really need to tackle as a team. So I love it. Yeah, it's been it's been a lot of fun. I like in my former life, I was a fifth grade teacher. So the chief fun officer title when mm -hmm. I was given it um, really excited me because I was able to kind of put together activities and, you know, fun challenges for our team. And one that I really had fun with last year, we did PC Cribs, which was kind of a uh, offshoot. Oh, that was a great PC one. Cribs. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> And not yeah. everyone participated. It was, you know, it was a big project. People had to, you know, record and edit and put together these little videos of, you know, it could be their home, it could be their town, it could be, you know, just someplace that they like to hang out or something that they like to do. So it was really neat to see everyone's creativity and the different approaches. And then we ended up sharing those um, through social media. So other people could get to know us better as well. Um, and one of the first ones that we had used to kick off um, all of this fun shenanigans that we've been doing was um, the Mentos Geyser Challenge. So I sent right. everyone packages in the mail that had geyser candies, um, a couple of dollars to go buy a bottle of soda, and they had these connectors for the soda bottles to drop your geysers in and or your Mentos in, and it would create this geyser that explodes. So everybody was challenged to set off their geysers, see who had one that you know went the furthest, and we had a ball with that. That was a lot of fun. And just recently, everybody was sent a box of art supplies, and they were asked to paint jack o' lanterns for Halloween. And we shared nice. all of those virtually. So it's, you know, it's kind of, some of the things are planned, like our holiday party is virtual. We do a virtual um, swap, Yankee swap, and everyone 
uh, trades, presents, and gifts, and things virtually, and then they all get shipped out from Amazon. I love Amazon um, to everybody's prospective homes when they, you know, after they have won them. So totally. it's really kind of thinking outside the box and figuring out ways that you can make things, you know, work for you. It takes a little bit of time. It's not that expensive. We do have a budget for it, um, which is wonderful. So I do have, you know, a set amount of money every year that we put aside just to make some of these things come to life. But even if, you know, companies are working with, you know, little to no money, there's certainly uh, things that they can do to bring everybody together. Right. Like even the hangout threads, which reminds me of almost like a Slack thread for each individual topic, you know, that doesn't cost you anything. Exactly. And I was actually, one of the things I know that Slack does that I find very interesting, and we have not tried this, but Slack has an extension called Donut. I don't know if you've heard of it. I have not. So Donut is um, an extension that once a week randomly and automatically pairs colleagues for a non-work related one-on-one phone call. So I really like the idea of that because you're randomly matched up with someone. You may get matched up with someone that you typically wouldn't, you know, be working with or interacting with or talking to. Um, And it's supposed to be totally non-work related. So it just gives you 10 minutes, you know, once a week, once a month to get to know different people in your organization from a different, more from a personal standpoint. So I thought that that was kind of a neat thing that I saw Slack was doing. And again, I haven't tried it, but I think that, you know, something like that would be a neat thing to try to implement. And like the other day I discovered, this was kind of funny. I was just, I went to tie my shoes and I discovered I could no longer touch my toes, Sam. It was, really, <laughs> it was really sad. I'm like, oh my God, I can't touch my toes anymore. So I put out there on our uh, promo fit club, the toe touch challenge. So I encouraged everybody to take a picture of themselves attempting to touch their toes. Um, and then for the next month, we're all doing stretches and trying to get a little more limber. And on the 30 day mark, we're all going to take pictures of ourselves again um, and see nice. you know, how we're doing with that. So it can be fun, silly things that, you know, just kind of get everybody on the same page, laughing at each other, you know, supporting. Totally. Each other. Yeah. I was, I was going to say in terms of like touching your toes at the time of recording, this is winter and you live in Boston, right? So yeah. temperatures can be pretty frigid, you know, and that, that, that affects our bodies. It's harder to maneuver. And a lot of us, you know, it's that time of year we go inner. I don't want to get too much on the spiritual and the soul type stuff, but you know, really in winter, a lot of us are stiffer. Like even today I do yoga almost every day. And today, like I was not flexible at all. Like two days ago, I felt on fire and I could do anything. So maybe, you know, all you needed was an extra couple days or summer, some warmth, you know, and touch your toes. But um, anyways, I want to ask you, Lori. So since you guys are scaling and you're growing and you're bringing on so many new team members, I imagine a lot of your employees, because you don't have a VA business model, this is a remote team with employees. I imagine a lot of them aren't as used to working remote. Is that the case? And if so, how are you kind of uh, onboarding and getting them used to your guys' process? Well, it's interesting. We do have a mix. And to be honest, I wasn't sure how I was going to enjoy working remotely because I'm a very social person and I like the interaction. 
And I really feared that, you know, working alone in my own office without people around um, was really going to hamper me. But um, the people that we've brought on board, it's been a mix. We have um, people who have come from businesses where they were working in offices, you know, with teams. And um, we have people who have worked on their own remotely for years. So I think it, it definitely varies. And we do, like I said, we have our office in Nashville. So that's kind of our home base. And we do have a small team that works there together. And once a year, we all try to get together for a company-wide meeting. So we all get to see each other face-to-face and, you know, interact because there really is no replacement for that one-on-one or face-to-face interaction. I mean, we can build these virtual teams and we can try our hardest, but I do still feel like the best communication comes when you can be face-to-face, you know, with your team members. Definitely. So it is, you know, we try once a year to do that. I think people, so when we bring on, you know, new employees, they're well aware, you know, if they're going to be working, you know, in the office or if they're going to be working remotely and we just get people set up right away, you know, on our, you know, Google Hangout chats and um, all of our, you know, everybody's, it's mandatory that you participate in the biweekly meetings. That's not an option. It's something that everybody has to do. And um, I think that, you know, we just really try to reach out. Bill does this, you know, great thing where it's kind of like the firing squad with new people. And he has his, you know, rapid fire questions where he'll ask people all these, you know, rapid fire when they come on board. So it's kind of fun for all a fun way for all of us to get to know new people um, kind of quickly and in a fun way. So we just try to, you know, really make sure that, you know, people know what they're getting into, you know, when they're being hired, that they understand that, you know, they are going to be working alone and that, you know, we're really going to try to support them the best that we can you know, from a virtual perspective. So it has not been for us. I think, I think it's, it really seems like most people um, appreciate the flexibility of working remotely and we have set hours, you know, we're, we're just like any business. We, you know, we have to be open and available, um, but we do have customers across the country too. So time zones, you know, make a difference. So it's helpful that we have, you know, people in different time zones because they're more readily available at hours that, you know, somebody else may not be. So it's really, it's worked out. It's worked out well for us. Definitely. Um, I would not say it hasn't come without, you know, some challenges, but in community like anything. is always, I think, a huge challenge for any company. Definitely. There's so many challenges in every respective business, but there's so many advantages of having a remote team. Like you're more cost efficient in terms of overhead. Yeah, you guys have your main office in Nashville and you probably, I'm not sure you don't have an office where you're at because that's a, a sister company. Anyways, we don't need to get into that, but Promo Corner, for the listeners that aren't familiar with Promo Corner because they're outside of our industry, you guys are really like a content creators agency. And a lot of the listeners of this podcast are content creators, solopreneurs, and Promo Corner has a variety of videos, podcasts, so many blogs, and just so much content you know, it's always a struggle for new entrepreneurs or solopreneurs working with VAs or remote employees to figure out how they're going to scale out their content with remote employees, VAs, or anything like that. And I recommend Trello as a project 
project management tool. Now for you guys, is there a way you guys work together uh, logistically on your various projects? Um, it's interesting. We have tried Trello in the past. We've tried a few different things and it's getting, it's finding one that works for everybody that seems to be, um, the most challenging. Um, we do, like I said, Google suites has quite a bit, um, of stuff that really seems to work well for us. So we can share documents, we can, you know, co-edit things. So that's really been our main um, avenue for working together collaboratively has been through the Google suite. And um, we've really found that it's, it's met our needs. And not everybody was a Google fan coming in either. So, you know, that was what? <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about that. There, there, not there's a also people on the team that aren't. But that's okay. Um, you know, it's kind of a team Dropbox over there. Uh, yes, yeah. we do have. Yep, we do have Dropbox. Um, so and I've had those battles, and I, I've never understood because you can't create documents in Dropbox. It's just simply a place to store stuff, so it's not nearly as powerful. But anyways, yeah, yeah. I, I agree, and I think you know for what we need, it seems to be doing the trick. And that's not to say that there isn't something out there, you know, that might be better and more effective and more efficient for us. Um, but where we're at right now, it really seems to provide us you know, with what we need and the support that we need. And the analytics are great too, for what we do. It's nice to be able to, you know, look at, you know, numbers and stats and see how things are doing. So. Definitely. Well, this is awesome, Lori. So much great information. I was thinking we could close this out, kind of wrapping it up, um, talking about another one of your culture projects you have coming up. Cause you mentioned the pumpkin one and the Mentos one. And I forgot, Got the other one, but I remember, oh, the cribs and you've done so many, even um, the Christmas party and you send your employees uh, like reindeer uh, antlers or whatever and everyone has to post a picture, right? So around this time of uh, this podcast going live, uh, it's around Valentine's Day. So tell us about this project that you're opening up to outside of just your company that's a virtual type uh, culture builder with Valentine's Day. Okay, so this is a brand new uh, idea that I came up with. I always come up with crazy ideas, and sometimes I just run with them and cross my fingers and hope that they're going to come together and work. Um, so I thought it would be really neat to open up kind of our CFO fun to the industry at large. So I came up with the idea of virtual Valentines, and... People are welcome all across the industry. I'm reaching out to people to um, get in touch with me if they're interested. And they will be randomly matched with some other person from the promotional products industry. And they will have a couple of weeks in early February to send secret messages, small gifts, jokes, anything that might brighten their Valentine's Day. And then on Valentine's Day, we're going to all reveal our identities to each other. and. The goal is just to kind of bring people together to connect, to maybe make a new friend when it's all said and done. And um, so far we have, um, I think, eight or 10 people who have signed up. We would love to have more. And if anybody is interested, they can get in touch with me, um, Lori at promocorner.com. And I can certainly share the link and some information with them. But 
again, it's just, you know, some out of the box thinking to try to bring people together who may not otherwise have that opportunity to connect. Awesome. Yeah, that is such a cool project. Everything you got going on. Um, I love how you got you encourage the uh, the whole team to post on social media. So us from outside can see your guys culture as well. And it makes it even more of a virtual type thing, you know, and it's something to share and I, I love it. So keep it up. Great work. And I actually will see you and the team very soon. Excited about that. But for the listeners that would like to get in touch with you, best way is uh, Lori at promocorner.com. That would be great. Awesome. And promocorner.com, whether you are in the promotional products industry or not, check out promocorner.com. I personally have a monthly blog there, but there's so many other great bloggers on there. The If you guys buy promotional procs and you want to see how promotional procs are actually made check out their video series how promo is made it's a behind the scenes look at how promotional procs are made it's pretty cool so good stuff uh thank you so much Lori. do you have any final words before we head on out i don't just keep connecting people love it thanks Lori. <laughs> you're welcome bye sam If you're interested in connecting with Lori or learning about the promotional products industry, then please check out thepromopages.com. Thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you on the next episode of the Clone Yourself Pod.